Actually, to tell you the truth, the past two weeks have been kind of slow. I spent uh, uh, I lost a lot of time in Neon. Uh, for me, the uh, as I have mentioned several times, the heaven on earth. Uh, however, uh, one thing that did happen was um, that we did have a um, presentation, uh, a panel, town hall meeting, whatever you want to call it, on AI in the city of Mostar. That was our second one. The first one was in Sarajevo, very well attended in Mostar. Interestingly enough, a little bit less, fewer people, but much more lively discussion. Um, young people, excellent questions, comments, recommendations. Um, uh, we had the participation of uh, the gentleman who was at uh, in Sarajevo as well. Um, Mr. Baital, who is the um, really public intellectual here and speaks often on the perils of the society and the state of human of human nature and state of of our values and um, citizens' well-being. We also had um, a lady from the University of Mostar on the Croat side, the west side of Mostar, therefore she's a Croat. And we had a young gentleman who is a co-owner of uh, an IT company that's offering an AI-based product. A good, well-rounded panel uh, talked about many issues. Interestingly enough, there is no um, there's no great interest in, in finding out how it works. <laughs> but everybody focuses on the potential for the bad, for negative things that could possibly happen as a result of the development of AI tools. Even though we try to emphasize the positive potential and positive products, services, help that can offer us, people invariably focus on what could go wrong, what could possibly go wrong. As a result of that, I just got a call today to talk to the uh, national radio uh, listeners on, uh, on AI. Uh, interestingly enough, that is the subject that is being almost completely ignored in Bosnia and Herzegovina, while it dominates the um, political, economic, social scene, at least in terms of discussions, comments in the rest of the world, at least in the Western world, which uh, just simply shows the the uh, the abyss that we fell into, the 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 distance that we have from the normalcy, and um, it is actually getting worse these days because the situation in the country is getting worse. Um, tensions even within the ruling coalition uh, are rising. Uh, attacks on the 
judicial system of the country from Mr. Dodik in, in Entity Republika Srpska, uh, to which other politicians, their partners in the coalition have no response. Uh, people are really concerned, and I am too, regarding the future of the country. Um, we have a, a presidency meeting, the presidency today, where we will talk about the possible restructuring within the central office. Our financial situation is getting better. Uh, we have, um, I think, very close to uh, paying off all the debts that we accumulated due to the elections, election-related expenses. And then they have a mechanism to pay everything um, off it in um, really a short period of time. The, um, which make, put us in a position to really beef up the, the operations. Um, regarding the um, regular activities, we are trying to be in the media, we're commenting on the, on the events in the country that are really that are arriving or being reported in the media or discussed in the society, arriving at a faster and faster pace on a daily basis. I'm getting ready for the uh, Peace March that's going to start this Saturday. Um, glad that I have a chance to welcome uh, Professor John Cox and uh, his wife, who will, um, is the head of the center, or at least was, I don't, I don't know if still he, he still is, Center for uh, the Study of Holocaust and uh, Genocide, uh, the center at the University of North Carolina at Charlotte, and he's going to walk as well, and I think, um, I think be at the, the mass funeral at uh, after the, the margins of the victims of genocide in 1995. Um, in terms of uh, organization structure, I think we talked about this. We are uh, we just uh, got approval to op open the office in the Republika Srpska in Banja Luka. We had um, the decision of the presidency and then I just signed it a few days ago, and so we now officially have it in Baniluka. We will um, have it uh, a public announcement on that uh, toward the end of July or beginning of um, beginning beginning of August. Regarding the rest of the country. Um, The fact that in July and August everything slows down because of vacations. Uh, we'll see today, tonight, what the situation is like. I don't think much has changed. Um, I have to admit that I don't see the pace of engagement at the level of the um, community. Um, that I hope to see in pace of engagement. The local organizations are really not 
um, engaging and um, finding the issues, talking to people about issues, offering solutions, almost like everybody's waiting for the central office or the presidency or me or I to create something, some momentum, and then they will just catch on just because it happens from the top. It's interesting. Um, everybody's saying, well, you know, everything is about uh, the central office or Mossad or presidency. We need to talk about local issues as if we can talk about their local issues. Um, they expect the momentum to be created from the central place and then they simply ride away as opposed to showing what can be done at the local level. That's not true for everybody. There are some, um, our members of local councils that are really, really active. Well, not everybody is at the same level and working at the same pace. Interestingly enough, and we've learned that, uh, in the past five years that uh, people, it's really hard to motivate anybody to work on developing the organization outside of the election year. But only when there is a concrete list and you are a candidate, then you get engaged and you talk to people until then, nothing happens, which is really not how politics should be done. I am... Um, Continuing to uh, entertain uh, conversations with people who um, regularly come in to see me, want to see me, especially people from diaspora. Now is the time when diaspora comes, arrives in, in, in Bosnia Herzegovina, um, July, August. And they invariably uh, they would like to sit down and talk to me or with me and uh, understand, on the one hand, understand what is happening in the country. On the other hand, they would like to tell me what they think. And invariably, they talk about uh, the need for a more aggressive stance. And we talked about it often. And I often uh, get pulled back into that type of thinking. If, if I need to change the approach, what it should be. Um, and normally, that shouldn't be an issue because in any, in, any in, every, in any organization, not everybody should have the same style, the same tone. Do you always have the bad guys and good guys, bad cops and good cops? You always have people aggressive and those who are, appear to be more thoughtful and calm down and... Um, try to relax the situation and try to find the arguments. And somehow in this organization, uh, which reflects our immaturity, everybody expects me to project all of their wishes and desires. And therefore, since they see the world differently, they provide different advice. And I have to somehow in one package respond to all of those at the same time. Uh, that I believe will be with us until the end of the world <laughs> or until until my end <laughs> whatever that is <laughs> anyway um i think the most interesting thing for us here is to find the pace of um, our communication with the with the public there is a danger in us turning into what we never wanted to be, 
which is another party, just like the ex one of the just like any of those existing parties, because they react to the events as they happen. We would like, we do have ideas, we do have things we would like to promote. Um, so we have, we have principles, so we would like everything we say that comes from the same place with the same message. That sometimes includes daily events, but not all the time. We have to have some strategy regarding that. So we have to find that, uh, that our way, our path, which we haven't yet, immaturity keeps uh, catching up with us. One interesting thing that happened it was related to those um, panels that we organized, AI, and we also wanted to organize one on the question of energy in Tuzla on Friday, this Friday. Mostar, I had, uh, I lined up ahead of um, the AI development for the largest IT company in Mostar, and I don't know if he talked about it or not, but yeah, he's a Croat, and the the owners of believe Croats from Bosnia Herzegovina. But 24 hours after he um, accepted to participate, was excited about it. Offered the person who will moderate the event, MC the event. 24 hours after that, he called in to say, "Fortunately, they got a big deal. Big project cannot participate." Um, it's possible. He was very nice, absolutely very wonderful, smart gentleman. I just wonder whether politics had any anything to do with it, because he would have known that there's a large project that could be uh, approved any day now, and therefore would take all of their resources. And he never mentioned that. Also, um, this engagement was in the evening hours, hour and a half participation, 15-minute presentation. If you are in that area, there is no need to prepare yourself for anything. There are no notes, there are no presentations. Simply come and, and give us your view, answer a few questions. And I just had a distant, uh, nagging feeling that somebody from the politics participated in, in or influenced that decision. The same thing happened with energy in Tuzla. Two of the three participants suddenly developed a problem, an issue, and said they couldn't participate. There is a feeling that I have that we continue, despite our poor results uh, in the elections, continue to be a problem to somebody or to many. Just our exist continued existence seemed to annoy them. That there's a possibility of, of a different approach. Amazing that this small movement with no resources can provide such a headache that everybody is just, on the one hand, trying really, really hard to ignore us and as if we don't exist, and, and somehow influence the media whenever they can to not give us five minutes of daylight. 
Um, and try to provide obstacles in our way of doing our activities whenever they can. Very strange. Um, don't know really how to explain it. They cannot believe that they are such professionals, so great at what they do, that they they look at everything at everything all the time. And as soon as they see a nucleus of something that is dangerous, perhaps, just nip it while it's small. Um, I don't know that they are that good, but perhaps they are. <laughs> you never know. Which, on the other hand, interestingly enough, gives me even more motivation to fight. Because it basically, by doing that, they are saying, oh, you matter. There's potential there. If that is so, let's realize it. Anyway, that's it. A threat and you don't even know it sometimes. That is exactly how it feels. And I don't want to be arrogant to believe that that is so. But all of their actions are pointing in that direction. So I hope they're right. I think they are. But we'll see. We'll uh, see. Um, I want to go back on the panel discussions and you the one with artificial intelligence, and you had mentioned something about younger folks becoming engaged with these. Is I don't know if it's the overall goal of it, but with this younger audience that you're that's gravitating towards this, is this helping in terms of potential voters in the future to see you know, new ideas, refreshing, and things that they can relate to that may equate into votes somewhere down the line as well? Honestly, I hope so. If nothing else, it is for the reason that I, uh, they give me hope that they think with their own head and that they will remember who was talking about what issues when it is time to cast their ballot to talk about the future or they want to talk about the past, depending on who they want to vote for. So I hope it's going to stay with them and that they will tell their friends. The, the reason for hope also is, as I have already said, the quality of their questions, because they demonstrated that they know even more, more than, than they know more about that more than I expected. And they mentioned things that I haven't heard in the, uh, that I haven't heard being talked about in the US media or in the world media, almost like the next step, almost like what developers talk about, not the public, not the mainstream media about the next steps in development of, of AI or incidents that happened with 
that some that were reported somewhere in the uh, in some media, but not the mainstream media. So it seems to me that um, the young people who are engaged in in societal issues, in the in the issues of young people, in in technology, those that actually care about something. It seems to me that they are pretty advanced anywhere in the world. And it doesn't matter where they live. They find a way to get connected and to be informed. Another reason to support the youth. Because when I talk to older people, it is clear that they come to every conversation with a well-established opinion that rarely changes. And they are there to tell you what it is like and not to find out that the reality might be different than what they perceive. They want to tell you what it is knowing, uh, assuming that you are not capable of discerning what the future was or, or what the present is. But the young people don't do that. Um, they somehow assume that because of your experience you, have, you know more. Um, they assume that you have the right to make decisions because you earned it through your life and maybe you are in another position. But they also know in a gentle way that in certain areas like technology and what it is like being a young person today in this society, that they know more. But they also understand that it's hard to change your heart, so they don't try. And their conversations are gentler, more inquisitive, more open. They ask what, what I think about an issue a lot more often than, than older people do, which also gives me uh, additional hope that in every society, even though you see many people, including uh, the young ones, don't care about the greater good. But there is that critical mass, and I hope that it's critical mass, that's really do care, that that's care, that's care, so, or that they do care, so we'll see, anyway. Well, not to connect the dots too far down the road, but in hearing this too, is there not also the possibility that by hearing these messages and the new technologies, that perhaps some of these younger folks that might leave the country will see some hope and decide to stay. I, um, I would like to think that to be the case. I was hearing more often that in 2018 than today. People were openly saying, well, Professor Hatsikarik, I'm so glad you're here. That gives me hope. I'm going to delay my leaving Bosnia-Herzegovina to see what will happen with the elections. Two elections later, with all these disappointments, mm. um, I don't 
really don't want to be presumptuous to think that they will sit and wait. Those who decided to stay because they have an IT job, a good job, pretty well taken care of, and have a chance to, to sit and wait um, to play a longer term game, I think they're fine. They like it. And they find perhaps some encouragement in that. Those who are on the cusp of leaving, I, I think the daily politics will push them out. Anyway, regardless of what I do or don't do, or we. Yeah. Seems like I'm catching cold right before the case march, which is not a cool thing. No, but that's why I was going to, just one last one. You had mentioned the peace march coming up. The importance for you to be able to participate each year, because I know it touches you differently every year. Um... I don't remember, is it the fifth or sixth now? Um, the fifth. Uh, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, and one was missed because of COVID, so it's a fifth. Um, every one of them is different, you're right. Now I have this perspective of four previous ones. Can, I can compare the people, the stories, and all of them are happening and have been happening in different conditions, political, economic, in the country. So you can compare the mood. And for me, it's the barometer. It's For me, it's almost like a, um, I feel like I, I, I owe them respect to disease, the families of the, the killed. You almost feel like you have to apologize for the state the country is in, because to them it must feel like it was in vain. <laughs> and for them it's another push to say, no, it's not going to be in vain, and sooner or later. Yes, we'll have to wait, but the justice will come around and knock on, on, on the door of the perpetrators. Um, it's almost every year you have to somehow gauge yourself where you are in your engagement level and to push you much further, because it's tougher, with more challenges. I'm glad that John is here, John Cox, because he wrote a book where he basically said the last stage of genocide is its denial. I want him to see that that's not the last stage. There's another one. And I don't think it was happening just in Bosnia, but it has been flourishing in Bosnia. And that is the stage where the perpetrators of the genocide are being celebrated as heroes. Unthinkable, unimaginable in normal times, it is happening right here. And it was recently there was an in the town Konyi, it's about an hour away from, hour and a half away from Sarajevo. 
uh, there was a meeting of the ruling coalition. And Mr. Dodik used an, an expletive when he talked about Bosnia. Uh, not Bosnia, but a genocide. And uh, even though there is a law now enacted by the high, rep high representative that makes it a punishable offense to deny genocide, it's being done on a regular basis and judicial system has no power. They have the power, but they're not using the power because they are politically handcuffed or politically influenced um, to arrest anybody and bring them to justice. So this, with this, I feel really bad when I see that every year there are fewer people um, walking the trail the peace march. But it's good that I'm seeing new people coming up and younger people and people from other countries. So there's some shift in the audience, the, the type of audience, the character of audience. So um, even though I heard a lot of stories, there's always somebody who's there who's new, hasn't, and I haven't met him. Or her before who went through that and it touches you again and again and yet again in a, in a different way so it is like a never-ending story that never ends there's always another chapter leading to my greater sense of responsibility to help or make a difference we'll see if I ever get to that point. You're getting there. You're getting there.